This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We, our guest is, is, is looking like he's showing up. I just got a little pop. There's his face. Yep. So, um, What's going on, guys? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Andrew. Sure Andrew. Thank goodness you're here because we were running out of anything to talk about. We, uh, we <laughs> have... Well, I guess uh, the first thing we need to warn you is that Welcome to the Bandwagon is uh, designed as a Rams fan podcast, which means okay. that Kevin and I are fans. We don't know that much about football. So. Yeah, neither do I. So oh, we're what? all in the same boat. Yeah, you're in the right on the on the same bandwagon. In fact, yeah, you're well, in the it's right a good thing well, you don't work for the exactly. NFL Network or anything like that. No, uh, well, I mean, they claim I do. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see if we can keep fooling them. So, my first question for you, Andrew. Thank you for being here. This is actually uh, really cool because this is perfect timing because uh, we are doing everything we can, and I would imagine you don't have to commit to this, but I would imagine you are also having the same issue in trying to. F- feign interest in the preseason <laughs> for a little while um what, what 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 if i told you that no i i i that's not how i feel like i think this is i think uh-oh. this is and i'm not You're just selling take. the abc7 broadcast no i mean dead <laughs> serious here Whit and i talked about this a lot on saturday this is the most interesting rams preseason since 2017 because there are players playing on Saturday, and this past Saturday was the case, that are legitimately going to be contributing on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays this coming season, unlike in years past. In 2017, John McVay's first year here, obviously new system, new everything. Um, he played everybody in the preseason. Jared Goff included all the starters, at least for a little bit. Andrew Whitworth played in the preseason. Remember, chased down Melvin Ingram at the Coliseum when the Chargers uh, – um, then Svelte linebacker had a scoop and a score. Since then, nobody has played. Nobody has played in the preseason. If you're going to be a contributor in the regular season, you are put in bubble wrap by Sean McVay in the preseason. This yeah. past Saturday, you had legitimate starters, especially on the defensive side of the ball, because other than Aaron Donald, Ernest Jones, Jordan Fuller, um, and I guess maybe Kobe Durant and Dorian Kendrick, Every job is up for grabs. We always start the preseason broadcast. I will turn to Wit, or I'll turn to to Wit. I'm sorry to Mina Kimes, or in years past to Marshall Falk, or yeah. or whomever, and say there are jobs on the line, and they're really boring. There are no <laughs> yeah. jobs on the line yeah. at all. Maybe one, maybe yeah. one. Uh, this year, absolutely different. Well, and so I guess you could say, while there weren't necessarily the stars out, that there is a whole lot more at stake that I I don't think we really had that perspective. And it just, again, goes to show you how little we know about uh, the actual X's and O's of the games, Andrew. Um, Having said that, uh, there were some very interesting moments. We've only seen one game and you've obviously been part of uh, training camp. So you've gotten to see a little bit more of the buildup to this. My biggest question is, how fun will it be to be able to say 
Puka Nakua as often as possible. Yes. I, yes. I, I love it. I love that he scored, and I love that all that hard work um, paid off in a game, and, and people got to see it so far, and they're going to see it a lot. What we've all been seeing in training camp, uh, Sean McVay, at least on the offensive side of the ball, um, we've seen rookies look good in training camp. And then once the regular season begins, they maybe don't contribute as much as the hype in August suggested they would. This guy is going to play and he's wearing Robert Woods old 17. And I know it's kind of, you know, we, we always love to, to, to make these comparisons and jump to conclusions, but uh, even Cooper cup kind of sees it too. We had that conversation on Saturday before the game. Um, and actually, there's the the silver lining of, of Cooper's hamstring injury is he has all this free time now to coach Puka on the side. Um, wow. he, he's he's kind of got a veteran savvy to him, not only with route running, but uh, in the run game as well. I'm not saying you need to go draft him in the first round on your fantasy team and start him because that wouldn't be too wise. But he is going to have a legit role in this offense. Yeah, I, well, you mentioned Cooper Cup, and obviously every time Cooper does something amazing, we get the Coop. And I'm just, you know, how many how many games in are we getting the are we going to get the Puka chant? I mean, can you imagine? It's going to be it's going to be constant roaring in that place. Uh, hey, anything to make SoFi uh, um, uh, louder, right? I can barely hear myself yeah. think when I'm in there with uh, with Sam Lagana doing his job. Uh, <laughs> you're you're going to get a chance to hear that a lot. You're going to get a chance, I would assume. I don't mean he's getting in the end zone, but he's yeah. going to play week one in Seattle, definitely. And week two, certainly, you know, um, against the 49ers at home. So, Andrew, uh, from your perspective, again, uh, from training cramp, uh, tra- training cramp, I've had one of those. I've, I've uh, had those too, yeah. We, we all have. We've all experienced that uh, up until this first game. There there seems the general consensus is that some real holes to fill on the defense and um, some, you know, some, some nice moments, but some questionable moments. Uh, And again, preseason games, you never know who you're playing and how that's going to play out in the season. How how is, what are those defensive holes looking like to you? And, and is there, is there anyone who's going to step up and fill those roles? They, they can't give up 200 yards a game on the ground, which was a, a bad start on Saturday. That said, if this has been a regular season game, I'd be stunned if Kellen Moore ran the ball as much as they did. Granted, they, they couldn't stop it. Uh, I would say the biggest run defense is going to be an issue. Um, and the edge guys, so the, the stand-up outside linebackers and the 3-4 are a massive issue. Dante Fowler and Leonard Floyd are not walking through that door. And so they, they drafted three young guys. Byron Young right now is listed as a starter number zero out of Tennessee. Nick Hampton played as well. He's 31 from App State. And then O'Shane Mathis um, is not yet ready. Um, he was a former TCU guy transferred to Nebraska. But they drafted three of those guys, and one of them needs to and has to hit. Now, Byron Young got to the quarterback. He also had a face mask and went uncalled. But, hey, he got there. Uh, actually, no, I take it back. It was called. Um, Michael Hoyt, number 97. Um, who made the team a couple of years ago as an undrafted rookie and has has really been a nice contributing player on the defensive line. As a defensive tackle, made the switch last year to stand-up outside linebacker, edge as we call it, in a 3-4 midseason kind of the Kansas City game. He had never played the position in his life. He had to play it because of necessity with injuries with Floyd out. He slimmed down to the offseason when they told him he's going to go there full-time. 
He is your most experienced player at the position. Wow. He's been playing it since last November. <laughs> so yeah. That, that tells you that, you know, there is room to grow, but there are opportunities here for the guys that they drafted. They drafted 14 players. Mm-hmm. All right. There's Puga Nakua, there's Stetson Bennett, there's Steve Avila. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a punter, Ethan Evans. I'm trying to, I mean, the majority of those 14 were defensive players. Uh, they need to find D linemen and, and edge rushers. And I don't know that they are going to be, uh, well, there is no money for a veteran right now. That doesn't mean they can't claim some guys when the final cut down around the league gets down to 53 in two weeks. I'm sure they will. But uh, that, that is, listen, they, they may give up some points this year, but they also firmly do believe that offensively, if they can find the right five up front and, and Matthew Stafford can be kept upright, that they are going to get back to being a, a fairly efficient and, and certainly better offense than last year. Yeah, that'll certainly give him a better shot. Um, one of those guys up front, uh, Steve Avila, you mentioned. He was mm-hmm. our highest draft pick this year. I mean, look, again, we, we sort of mentioned that. F- football aside, he looks like an amazing football player. That man seems like the happiest young man I've ever yeah. seen. He just seems like it's a jolly giant. That. Yeah, he is. That's a great way to describe him. I may feel that on Saturday. Um, All right. <laughs> I, I interviewed him on NFL Network um, about a month before the draft. Uh-huh. Um, we, on my show NFL now on the network, we get, we get so many, our booking team does a great job. So many of these uh, soon to be draftees on the show, anywhere from first round picks to, I mean, to some guys that end up not getting drafted, but you know, w- runs the gamut. Steve Avila was, I'd say top two, three favorite interviews. Wow. He, as you said, Kevin, he always has a smile on his face and it isn't just an act. Um, mm-hmm. He's smiling, he's laughing, he's joking. Um, he's just got a great air to him. And also, he didn't give up a sack the last two years either playing left guard for TCU. So he happens to be a really good football player. Um, and I, I don't want to say anything is set in stone, but he seems to be, at least for now, locked in at left guard. It's great. Yeah, you know, I'm... I'm- I'm always one for when you see a positive presence on a field, it's, sure. it just goes such a long way. And so, so when I, when I first saw him get drafted and I started seeing him pop up on social media more, I was like, this is the kind of thing that can go a long way for just building camaraderie and building that X factor. If you want to find a funny video, um, anyone watching, uh, go find Jeff Schwartz, G E O F F, uh, LA native Palisades, uh, Jeff, former giants and Panthers offensive lineman did some work for Fox in which he interviewed offensive line prospects before the draft. And he and uh, Steve Avila, Esteban, by the way, his real name, have a, uh, have a great back and forth, as o- only two old linemen can have, about what to do after getting taped up pregame and you're ready for the game and, and you've got to use the bathroom. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is right up and our alley. It yeah. is. It's. It's. I don't know that I could repeat the whole conversation word for word and do it justice, nor say it on television. But it's. It's good viewing if you could find it. Oh. I. It's funny. I literally just Google it, and I can see the thumbnail for it, and they show a little bit of action when you hover over it, and all it is is cracking up. All I see yeah, is the two of them a, just well, laughing Jeff, hysterically. Jeff's hysterical too. Yeah, absolutely hysterical. <laughs> 